Hi and welcome to episode 28 of the Hoping Mom and Dad podcast. I'm Becky and that's Buzz and uh, we're here to share our IVF journey, uh, the one we're about to embark on. Haven't started anything yet really um, but we wanted to just raise awareness around fertility and infertility and we've been speaking to lots of different people um, and today we're just talking about what's new with us this week. Um, first had his five minutes of fame on the radio. Five minutes of very early fame. <laughs> I was knackered. Yeah. yeah. I spoke to, yeah, uh, Claire. Summers. Summers. Yeah. On the breakfast show for Wales. They're promoting the Rod Gilbert documentary, but you know more about that. Yeah. So Rod Gilbert, his documentary, Him Fertility, aired on BBC One Wales on Monday last week. I think it was the 25th of January. Uh, and that was really good. It's like... um a documentary all about his experience with infertility and and in particular uh kind of raising concerns about the fact that often men are kind of kept out of the equation with IVF mm. um and it's something that we've touched on before um but I think more needs to be done and it was a shame because the documentary that he was sharing it's it, it was cut like there was they were building up some kind of Stamina, or what's that word? Like, like they were building up, like momentum. Yeah, yeah, not stamina. Momentum. <laughs> momentum. They were building up momentum, and then obviously that all got paused because of COVID, um, which same, was same. a shame. Yeah, same with everything else. Lots of IVF. Like Rod and his wife also had that IVF paused, um, and it was interesting to see what he'd experienced. And he talked to lots of people locally in Wales. Um, and I just think it is it is quite shocking because I think one of the facts that he shared was that 50% of all cases in infertility or f- with fertility issues is to do with the, the male side. Mm. But to me, that does make sense. It is a shocking statistic because it sounds like a lot. I then yeah, I think it's pretty normal. If most cases were... Not, not shocking. In, if, well, I think if you look at it this way, with heterosexual... Hetero- Basically. With heterosexual... I can't say it now. Heterosexual couples, <laughs> men and women having IVF, that's because there's an issue. Obviously, with same-sex couples having IVF, that's just because they can't... It's not infertility because they just physically can't. Yeah, they can't. need, like, an intervention. They need intervention and medical intervention to help because it's not possible for them to mm. get children together. Um, so 50% of cases, to me, is normal because it takes two people, one's they, man, one's so woman. So are they... Taking that into consideration. I, do, I don't know, but what I'm saying is it doesn't surprise me really because it's it's a 50-50 thing anyway, isn't yeah. it? And, yeah, you know, they kind of cover some basics and stuff, like how 21st century living isn't very good for, um, for fertility. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, and... Which was interesting, but kind of part of me was like, oh, I don't want to go down that. I don't want to dig dig into all of that because it is what it is mm. my thing anyway my low count is yeah. like something to do with genes or yeah but when we were talking that isn't it's not like i've got a low-ish count and i can top it up and do mm. stuff i take vitamins i exercise i do you know i do all the stuff you meant to do but my thing is like they don't even know it's just like a it could be something from like like having mumps or something weird like that when you're yeah. a kid like yeah. so so I, part of me doesn't, I'm interested in it, but then I know myself and I end up analysing everything and trying to apply it to myself and go, mm. so I was like, that's cool. I'm going to just 
focus on the other bits now. Yeah, I think one of the good things was, though, that he made light of it, and not light of it, it's a serious topic, but he was able to laugh at his experiences. Oh, yeah, if you and... can't laugh at it, you're in trouble, yeah. like he said. So it, it's good, like, that he was able to do that. And, and he also faced those... It's not like he's really open and comfortable talking about it. Throughout the documentary, you could see that he was facing those dilemmas, wasn't mm. he? Like, oh, do I really want to but, be the face of this campaign? But I think he is quite brave. Yeah, he is. No, 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 no. no. I, I think he is quite open about it and he's okay about it. But it would be a boring TV show if he was just like, so, yeah, fine, everything. I'm just, like, I do yeah. think there's an element of that in, in the show, which is fine. And mm. it Because that helps people that are super, like, awkward about stuff. Yeah. But I generally think he's yeah. probably all right about it because why you wouldn't be, like... You wouldn't put your face on posters and yeah. do all this stuff. I think it's really good that you're so all right about it too. Like lots I got of people, better things to stress about. Like yeah, not you... better things. But they're not better things. But I just think you know, I I just yeah, I just everyone who's listened says like huge well done, and they're like proud of you for talking about it because it's an important thing. Like men do need to share more. I mean, women as well need to share more about fertility issues because it's not. It's still kind of like a taboo, mm. and they're not talked about project. I don't know. Subject. I have suffered with anxiety and depression a lot, especially when I was younger and stuff. So mm. I think this just pales in insignificance. If I had a, like, if I never worried or had a shit time about mm. anything, then this would be the biggest thing I've dealt with. Yeah, and I'd so be that, like, oh, it's the end of it. But I literally have been through so much worse. Yeah, that I just think, and that shows that it's all relative, really, doesn't it? So for someone who hasn't had mental health issues before or hasn't had to be resilient or overcome any struggles, then it's mm. going to be a huge thing. Well, I think, them. yeah, that's the thing, though. I, I think that's quite probably quite a rare statistic because so many people do have yeah. uh, anxiety and depression and stuff like that. Mm. One in three people have stuff. It's probably more than that. Yeah. But so, yeah, but I, I, I when I was younger and teenager and stuff, I had anxiety quite bad and stuff. So I just think, poof, at least it's not that. Yeah. But the other thing as well... um. I saw someone kicking off hard, right? Just going, this is bullshit. You know, like really getting into a heated debate. Like we all have probably want to do or have done or whatever. The lockdown stuff just stresses people out. So no judgment. But the, um, and and I think the point was like not being able to, like having kids and not being able to see their grandparents because of mm-hmm. lockdown. Um, And I think... Or I can't, I can't even remember. Basically, it was, it was it was complaining about lockdown and how tough things were and stuff mm. like that. And I didn't want to say, count yourself lucky, you've got a family and you can see him every day and blah, blah. I didn't say that. But I was mm. just kind of like, I, basically, I was trying to, I think I did say that in the end because it mm. sort of unraveled. And I was just like, look, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you've got a family, you're at home, just try and like. Enjoy be, time with be them. Be positive about that at least. Yeah. And you, we've got, we've never lived in a time with so much communication and technology. Mm-hmm. You can FaceTime grandparents, stuff like that. Anyway, um, the point was, someone was saying to me during that thing, I can't remember who it was, but they were saying like, just because other people have got it worse, doesn't mean you're not, your things that you worried about are not valid. Mm-hmm. And I agree. But I also agree. I, I I agree with that. But I also think we all need to just shut up and yeah. do what we got to do because it it like you can't in the news. It's driving me nuts. Like every BBC and Sky News uh, update thing I, I see, 
they're people go they're people with kids at home mm. and I know they're stressed out. It's horrible. But they're saying but they're saying, Oh, we're stressed out. They need to open the schools, the kids' mental health. And you're like Yeah. We were both kind of laughing at that. Not laughing, but well, there was like, a segment on the cause... BBC where there's this girl who, bless her, is learning online and obviously missing her friends. Oh my god. But she had like a a personal home office. She wasn't like she was in. She her bedroom was nicer than my office, right? Yeah, and for she like was, an eleven-year-old. She girl. has all these devices, and then it ends with her doing a clip on her cello. And I just think she's like that is not an image. I or, miss my friends at school. Mama and Papa yeah. are getting rather stressed out, and you're like, it's not. There's kids without laptops. They can't even eat lunch. There's because kids with they... parents in the house who ignore them. Yeah, like, regardless of lockdown. But there, there um, are kids with good parents who, for you know, no fault of their yeah. own, are like. You know, their parents are out of work or whatever, and yeah. they rely on school for food and stuff like that. And then, yeah. and and so they they they're malnutri- malnourished, don't have laptops. Some of them don't have internet. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, like, surely this is a joke. Like, mm. this is girl in a massive, huge house. Yeah, you said her parents. Her parents are like, oh, I work from home. A, you can work from home, and you yeah. have got the space and you've got laptops and you've got internet and then she's playing a cello at the end and you're like am i losing my mind yeah what the fuck is going on you said as well like following that if they were responsible they'd they'd go to like cut to someone who is like had experienced loss and maybe is ah so my yeah my point was all these media outlets at the moment they're making it about schools yeah but what they're doing is they're trying to get views and clicks Mm. and most people they're playing to the popularism stuff mm. so people are stressed out and they want people they want to open schools because they're stressed out it's not safe mm-hmm. that's just the latest thing there's loads of stuff so they'll play that and then they'll say and then they'll say oh kids mental health oh but you're like people are gonna die mm. like what about their mental health what about their family's mental health what about their actual life it's a really it's difficult subject as well in the infertility community, like you said. Like, be grateful that you've got a family. I think for uh, lots of you people... You can't, yeah, but, but that's lot, like saying to you, like... No, but for lots of people working from home, I know on Instagram I've seen lots of people where they've been in Teams meetings and it's kind of oh, triggering kids, sometimes yeah. to see kids come into the meeting or people just being, like, complaining about their kids when anyone would give an, anyone in this community would give anything to have kids nagging them to have those problems yeah to have those problems but i mean yeah you could unravel that forever couldn't you yeah but like i bet you if we if we do get pregnant and have kids there'll be times when we'll be stressed out of course yeah but that's normal this tit for tat thing like oh you're not allowed but my point being i said on this argument with someone you know like we haven't got kids and you're like well and our ivf got cancelled which is kind of stressful but I get it, and I'm happy, you know, I'm happy about it. Like, I'm not arguing about it. Like, it had to stop. Things were bad. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I get it. Like, I'm not going to complain, and I'm not going to, like, tell everyone else how unfair it is, because it's not. Mm-hmm. Life's unfair. It's unfair that we can't have kids. Tough mm-hmm. shit. No one cares. Mm-hmm. I'm not special. You're not special. Like, we just got to do You're what you got to do. special to me. Yeah, <laughs> but people pe- like less than two. Like how many? Like so, people live for seventy years, roughly ish, right? More than that. Now they do, but yeah. like so, if you go, parents, grandparents, great grandparents, 
my granddad was in my i never met him properly but my dad's dad mm. was a marine engineer in world war Two. he was in japan and you know mm -hmm. almost dying all the time he he got he came home on a boat no he came home on a plane that crashed <laughs> yeah and they sent another plane for him and he's like i'm not getting on any plane so he got a boat instead yeah and i think that almost had problems as well point like these people not even like three two two people ago two human beings ago my dad and his dad they were like here's again off you pop mm -hmm. like almost dying all the time mm -hmm. and we're kicking off we've got heating well most people have got heating electricity devices internet at you, home yeah and it's like annoying mm. but like you, we've got to put it into perspective and just kind of yeah. It doesn't help when the government are just absolute clowns and they haven't got a clue what they're doing. Yeah. And they've made it worse. Worst death rate in the world. Yeah, it's bad. So, anyway, really be grateful bad. for what you got. Try and be positive. <laughs> and, you know, we get it. We get that we haven't started our treatment and it's taken an extra year plus. Mm. But we both understand that it's got to happen, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Going back to what... Claire Summers was saying to you though, and the whole infertility, him fertility. I bet you was quite a boring, thing. a boring guest on the show. I did think you were boring because I was just like, it is what it is. You can't do anything about it. Well, going... there was one question that I would say that you answered wrong, but it, it's not wrong because you what? you were tired. Who's she the said... prettiest girl in the world? Uh, it's Rebecca. <laughs> she she asked you. Um, how have you found it? Do you find that you've been overlooked kind of with treatment? And you said no. But I was thinking about it in a bit more detail. I thought she meant like not from a, not medically, but yeah. like as in groups. And no, people. she means medically and like, mm. you don't mean, she, I don't think, she, well, maybe she means like in general communication. In like you've been involved in every meeting and they do talk to you, not just to me. Like mm. you would like cracking the jokes and everything. They loved you in there. But um they did. Oh I made a joke. You made a joke. I can't few. remember anyway. Um, anyway. Anyway. Um but it is interesting that once we had our results, our initial results all the way back in like December eighteen, um, they came back and mine appeared normal mm. and yours came back kind of lower than they thought which was why it triggered the process for ivf mm. but following that they we... didn't even know how to read my results but the doctor was that... like uh i guess this is good or yeah bad. he I didn't understand it was really poor delivery of the information because he didn't have a clue if we and can learn about like the uh we did we deciphered them ourselves i know but yeah but a PDF, like a little PDF newsletter yeah, once every out. six months to the GPs would be good. But it really, it, it shows you how poor it is and how directed at women it is that we were being referred to IVF. Fair enough. They knew we would need that. But you weren't referred to an andrologist. We were referred to a gynecologist. I should have seen, so seen the... Um, andrologist. No, the other one. Urologist. Yeah, but an andrologist is the male equivalent, equivalent of a gynecologist. And there's... Like, loads of people in that documentary didn't know what one was. And there's really... <laughs> there's really few of them across the country. There's so really yes, few of them. You are going to be seeing a urologist. And yes, you should have seen one sooner. Because but of, also, like, they, they should have seeing... referred you to andrology. But maybe there isn't an andrology department in Cardiff because there are so few andrologists across the United Kingdom. 
Yeah. Isn't it just bonkers? And we well, know that the issue fertility is fertility's dropped forty percent over the last male fertility's dropped forty percent over the yeah. last thirty years. And it's gonna get worse. So any children listening to this, children, young adults who are seventeen and thinking of going to university, there's a good thing for you to go and study. Become an andrologist. And also think Look about think think about your fertility younger, because we no, I yeah. never ever ever thought about it. Yeah, it goes, But it might be a thing like it might, would it be an idea if you if I was younger now and I realised it might be a problem further down the line? Yeah. Can you get checked out on that? Like, absolutely. And um, absolutely. Uh, uh, Dr. Angelo, Dr. Angelo also said that you can freeze sperm samples, like as a precautionary thing. Not at thing. home. Don't get any ideas. <laughs> Not at home, but that's. That is an option. So if you froze sperm samples when young, you were 17, yeah, yeah. your sperm at 17 is going to be better than your, than your sperm at 32 mm. or 33. No questions. Um, so that is a thing. Yeah, so if you're young, think about your fertility because cause we, like, we're finding out all this stuff late. Yeah. I think we were talking about it with so uh, with Sarah, my friend, who we spoke to about Imi Watch and periods in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went and said then that, you know, sex education needs to involve fertility and it needs to not just be about prevention of getting pregnant, but to teach people about Do you fertility. Think, especially how, old, how old were you when you like really thought about not having them at that time, but you were like, I definitely having kids and family and all this stuff? For me. For um, me. For me. That's um, Bilbo reference right there. Ah, no, I think um, I knew. I always knew. Ask anyone. My Ask nan. Anyone. My my auntie said to you, "Don't marry us. <laughs> just give her a baby." Didn't she? At one point, I think. And I like my nan that. always said, "Yeah, you just want a baby." Like I think I've always wanted. So kids. You, is this? Have you just been told what, the, to have a baby? I've never been told to have a baby ever, but I obviously always liked babies. Mm. I always liked babies and I've always liked mm. young people. And I think, yeah, maybe society makes you feel a bit like that. But I, I've always known I wanted a kid. Mm. I don't remember thinking ever, oh, no, I don't want one. Because we're like, un, yeah. Maybe men and women are different in that way. I I don't know. As a general There'll statement. be someone that will crucify you for saying that. <laughs> yeah, saying, I like, don't gen- know. No, but I, I, don't, I agree with you. I you... think some people are wired that way. It's all like nature, nurture, whatever, mm. but... Um, this is the internet, so everyone's nice and laid back, and they don't go off the <laughs> no rails. No starts wars. Yeah. Ah. Um, yeah. So how? So when you were younger, did you ever think about fertility and things like that? Uh, no. Nul point. Nul point. I just got my periods, and I was like, "Oh, I'm a woman." You're like now. wicked. This happens every month. <laughs> yes. No, but we've both said at different points. Like, I don't know what it was, but I've. Before I even met you, I've thought, oh, I'm not going to be able to have kids. Like, I've just, in the back of my mind, something. But it's not you, I think it's, it's me. It's no, my but it's fault. intuition. Intuition just tells you these things sometimes. But it's not just your fault. And I say this again and again. It's not going to be straightforward with me. Either getting pregnant, IVF or no, and actually having a pregnancy because mm. of having thyroid issues. So IVF and ICSI might work for us first time, but who knows what happens with my body and the medication that I'm on for the term of carrying. We don't know what will happen. Yeah. And I, like I I always say, I'm a pessimistic optimist. And if it doesn't work out, I, it doesn't work out. Mm. You know, like I just think it's important that we, where should we go on holiday first? Exactly. (laughs) No, I'm not even joking. I think it's important. I think it's important to, to look at all the angles because the 
<clears throat> because it's either going to work or it's not. Yeah, I've never and, been on board with that idea. I've always been like, oh yeah, well we'll adopt. Um, but I just I don't but, know. I, I know. I'm just I'm, being honest. That people have people have um, people of you know it's a well known thing. It's not just an easy thing to do. And I'm just honest about it. I'm just like I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I think that I need to just start to explore options of us not ever having kids. You know, how our life will be if we never do. Yeah, we can just be all... Well, yeah. Yeah, maybe. But we can have fun with kids, too. Yeah. But we could just go on more holidays. Yeah, we can go and see... Weekends. Our nieces and nephews. Yeah, exactly. Um, I want to go to Italy, please. Can we go to Italy? Eventually. pizza in Italy. That's the first place I'll go. But, I mean, I think it's important to, um, to be realistic. Mm. And I don't know if this is they call. I think this is like what they call magical thinking. It's like uh, what kids do, you know, mm. when kids are like, or if I if I say this three times, this will happen. Mm. It's like an OCD thing, maybe. I don't know. Like people, kids. It's more popular with kids. Kids do like. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm got, I think I've got it's a, a form of like self preservation. No, it is like an, an an OCD thing. People do all the time. It's like. It's like uh, sportsmen, like ice hockey goalies, right? Mm. They always tap the posts when they go out. Mm-hmm. And it's, they don't all do it, but it's like a well-known thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like a, a ritual. Yeah, and I think Tom, our brother-in-law, I don't know if he's still got them, but I remember Ali telling me when we Tom's were younger. Tom's a Marine. I can't get over that. Yeah, well, he used to wear his lucky boxes under his wetsuit, like when he went surfing. Yeah. And he always, always did. And I don't know if they're still alive or what, even in one what, piece. What, were they, what was the luck for? I don't know, but it's like that kind of superstition. Yeah. Same as you, like kids saying, if I turn around three times clockwise before I go and meet this person, then it'll be a good meeting. Yeah. It's kind of like weird and also linked to kind of like, um, you know, that old wives tales and kind of, um, yeah, it's nonsense. you know, cultural <laughs> things in China. Yeah. Like, oh, if you are born in the moon of this, then <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. No. It's so celestial stuff. Yeah. So there's basically... There's two parts to it, right? Yeah. It's like, it doesn't actually make any difference. Yeah. Right. But it makes you feel better. Yeah. And that might, that might make a difference, but it's probably not. But I think it might be wired into us as humans, because like, if you think of going back historically to pagan times and even further. History lesson with Becky. Oh, get lost. Come on. But you know, like Stonehenge and all that stuff, that is, that is weird, weird stuff. And like people would <laughs> You sound like Carl pagan... Pilkerton now. Stonehenge. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Stonehenge is dead weird. But but people would have rituals. And my nan, my nan, we all know, was oh. kooky. Love her to bits and miss her like mad. But um, she used to say all sorts of quirky things. Like, I think... Don't um, say him. What? No, Ali some got... Of the, some of the wild ones no, might get us in trouble no, on, on YouTube. Ali got some kind of, like, skin problem on, oh. her, on the top of her foot. And it was like eczema, but not, and it wouldn't go away. And I think it appeared kind of after a holiday somewhere. And my nan told her to wait for a full moon. And then um, when the full moon was there, to go out into the garden naked under the full moon and turn around and make a wish and it would go away. Some of the other ones she said were like... We'll have to check in and like see if that's true. Wild. Yeah. Um, (laughs) How did we get on today? We were talking about um, rituals and stuff. And yeah, yeah, so this is... Mental health. Yeah, no. So my thing is like, if I think that it won't happen, if I'm like quite realistic that, you know, if if I tell myself that 
it won't happen even mm. though like if i big up the if it's 50 50 yeah it's not but if it's 50 50 and i put more on it being not good yeah then if it does work out yeah. it's extra good yeah and you're not as fucked up if you yeah so that's I think... and, and part of the magical ritual thinking thing i kind of think i've got a bit of that so i'll say oh that's that's not going to work. It's disastrous mm. thinking or catastrophic thinking. Or I don't know. You think, oh, it'll never work. It'll never work. It'll never work. And then it kind of works. And then you go, so next time, all i got to do is yeah. think it'll never work. It's not healthy. It's not good. But like, I personally that's... think women who are trying to have a baby do that every month just before their period. And they're like symptom spotting. And they think, oh. What, so they go, I am pregnant. I do it where I say, oh, I'm going to no, open this. I can't this. be pregnant. I Close can't. I can't. I can't be pregnant. And, then, pregnant. and then when you find out that you're not, it's like a you know that you weren't, but if you found out that you were, then you'd be like, oh, wow, this is amazing. So you go, oh, this isn't going to work, this isn't going to yeah. work. Yeah. But you're like, please work. Like, something yeah. will happen that makes you think that it's going to work. Like, I don't know, you're by thinking By thinking it's not going to work, you yeah. think that's a trick to make it, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, so that's kind and of what so I'm doing. so I'd say it's like a three-weekly thing for women across mm. the world trying to, like, trying to have a baby. So. Consciously. But, but, but realistically, I'm feeling quite optimistic about stuff mm, i think good. measuredly optimistic but if it doesn't mm-hmm. i don't want to dwell and hang around on it and just go on and 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 on i just want to go we tried yeah move on we do need to check as well with the cycles that we're offered in wales two full cycles plus the frozen transfers but we need to find out if that's the offer until you have a baby or is that the offer if you have regardless. a baby i don't give a shit like yeah whatever well done. i want to know Sars. <laughs> no but if we have one kid yeah mission accomplished absolutely chill out, absolutely like, done but i wouldn't mind having another if the option is there we'll see mm. hmm. uh yeah so talking about mental health the other thing that i wanted to mention that is um in wales for all our welsh listeners on the 4th of february which is next thursday it is um time to talk day in wales and there's been lots of mental health days day, days days i think today it's bell's mental health day in canada and today is thursday the 28th of jan so it's like the kind of season of mental health and talking about it i don't know how i feel about that about what making days about stuff yeah because every day is a mental health day for people with mental yeah, health issues exactly but if people don't have time to raise awareness for it all the time than having a day that makes people talk about mm. it but then if you go on about it too much if yeah. you have this day and that day and this day and that day and this day and that, yeah people are like, oh. well there are hundreds of days aren't there all the time but yeah. i thought that their slogan this time is called the power of small and it's just about like just a common thing is asking people are you okay do you know what i mean like and actually meaning it like oh it's not you your okay? fault no it's not your fault small things like you could it's be not like your fault let's have a cup of tea how are you doing that kind of thing yeah. or just being like uh, passing that, comments to someone that, like i hope you have a peaceful day do that f- or like you when you go around tesco's going namaste i didn't i said namaste. have a nice day and you keep fucking me up <laughs> i said have a nice day not namaste everyone's like "Ooh, who's this lady <laughs> namaste. namaste i do like saying namaste cash or card namaste <laughs> stop it <laughs> yeah so I didn't say that. I said, ha- have right. a nice day. Now for the segment of the show that you've all been eagerly waiting for is Whisper. It doesn't work anymore because the whisper was that you were famous on Radio Wales. No, there's more whispers. What is it? One, 
Top Whisper. I fixed this chair. It was creaking last week, and uh, it was a, it was a two man operation, two human being operation. Sorry, internet. Uh, me and Becky fixed it, and uh, yeah, it was good. No more no more creaks. Um, and the unripe bananas. Unripe bananas. That was on whisper. That's another whisper. We've got um, radioactive bananas. Well, we've had them for two weeks and they're still green. Yeah. Um, I might be doing a charity quiz. I had an idea. And me, I'm Basically, me and Becky dressed up for New Year's Eve. All glam. Fancy Friday. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm always in my casual lounge wear all the time. And uh, I just thought... I, I, mix I had it up a bit. Mix it up a bit. Dress it up. I'm going to... Me and Becky going to host a charity. Are we? Yeah, we are. Because you've just said so. No, you just no, I no, said no, 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 no take backs. I said no take backs. No take backs. No take backs. <laughs> so we're holding it. We're gonna uh, do a charity, um, a charity podcast, no, a charity quiz. But I'm gonna try and make it not just a shit quiz where it's like, what's the answer? A, B, or C? Like maybe put some in video elements in there, or maybe take you know I don't know, like make it cool and mm-hmm. um, do it over Zoom with my wedding clients. Um, so I'm a wedding photographer. That's how I make most of my money. I did before everything went nuts. Um, that sounds a bit exclusive now. I feel like anyone listening to us might want to join too. Okay, well I'm doing the first one for the weddings. It it well they can join as well. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm doing it through my other through my wedding channel You're on and the stuff channel. because there's no weddings and I need to do something. You're so bored. It needs to be you know. Needs to needs to be doing something. So ChristopherPaulWeddings.com, that's me. I do uh, wedding photography, wedding videography. Um being cautious about things at the moment. I'm um you know, I've had to re everyone basically I'm working for free for a year because all the weddings last year moved to this year. Um but yeah, if you're engaged or you know anyone's getting married and that, then this is a shameless plug. You can just uh, send them over to the website, check them out, love underscore cpw for the Instagram. But yeah, the first quiz that we'll be doing, I'll be doing under that, basically, just to sort of keep the socials going over on mm-hmm. there. I think that's about it for... Ooh. Ooh. Whispers. What? Another one. Um, Your coat? Or was that last week? That was last week. Oh, come on, Fez. Come on, Fez. Recycling whispers, yeah. There are whispers. I've got a rumour of a little... Four little footprints tapping around outside in the yeah. hall. <laughs> so oh, I, do... I almost bought I almost bought Coco Stegosaurus outfit on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh god. You'll have to send it to me so I can put it out on stories. Yeah. <laughs> she hates dressing up though, so you just You put buy it on, it, she just keeps still. Something like that. But yeah, the whisper on the street is that Coco is like tapping at the door like, Hey, come take me for a walk. So Um That is what we should do. Yeah. Uh what else we got? We got uh, so next steps for us. Uh, two appointments coming up, like we said last time, mm. uh, next week and the week after. And then we've also had a call through for you for a video call. Yeah, I don't Neurology. really... Understand. Hopefully that's not the actual appointment. Yeah, we hope that they'll actually feel Because I've got to get checked out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's all pending our results from the first two appointments. So mm. we'll let you know how it goes. Are we going to get going? Yeah. Cool, we're going to get going. Make sure you uh, you can check us out everywhere. Just search for Hope and Mum and Dad. Uh, and we're on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. If you are enjoying hanging out with us and checking in every week, it means a lot to us and helps us reach other people. If you could leave a review, whether that's in iTunes, a comment on YouTube, 
um, or Spotify, let us know. If you listen to a, on a few different ones and you prefer one channel to the other, let us know. Um, we're constantly trying to make things better. We're doing our best. We can't, you know, can't really get too many people on at the moment. It's tricky getting hold of people, so we're trying our best. We'll give you some more news next week, and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Hi and welcome to episode 28 of the Hoping Mom and Dad podcast. I'm Becky and that's Buzz and uh, we're here to share our IVF journey, uh, the one we're about to embark on. Haven't started anything yet really Um, but we wanted to just raise awareness around fertility and infertility and we've been speaking to lots of different people Um, and today we're just talking about what's new with us this week. Um, Fuzz had his five minutes of fame on the radio. Five minutes of very early fame. (laughs) I was knackered. Yeah. yeah. I spoke to, yeah, uh, Claire. Summers. Summers. Yeah. On the breakfast show for Wales. They're promoting the Rod Gilbert documentary, but you know more about that. Yeah. So Rod Gilbert, his documentary, Him Fertility, aired on BBC One Wales on Monday last week. I think it was the 25th of January. Uh, and that was really good. It's like... um. A documentary all about his experience with infertility and and in particular uh, kind of raising concerns about the fact that often men are kind of kept out of the equation with IVF mm. um, and it's something that we've touched on before um, but I think more needs to be done and it was a shame because the documentary that he was sharing it's it, it was cut like there was they were building up some kind of stamina or what's that word like they were building up like momentum yeah yeah not stamina momentum (laughs) momentum they were building up momentum and then obviously that all got paused because of covid um which was a shame yeah same with everything else lots of ivf like rod and his wife also had that ivf paused um and it was interesting to see what he'd experienced and he talked to lots of people locally in wales um and I just think it is it is quite shocking because I think one of the facts that he shared was that 50% of all cases in infertility or f- with fertility issues is to do with the, the male side. Mm. But to me, that does make sense. It is a shocking statistic because it sounds like a lot. I then yeah, I think it's pretty normal. If most cases were... Not, not shocking. In, if, well, I think if you look at it this way, with heterosexual... Hetero- Basically. With heterosexual... I can't say it now. Heterosexual couples, <laughs> men and women having IVF, that's because there's an issue. Obviously, with same-sex couples having IVF, that's just because they can't... It's not infertility because they just physically can't. Yeah, they can't. need, like, an intervention. They need intervention and medical intervention to help because it's not possible for them to mm. get children together. Um, so 50% of cases, to me, is normal because it takes two people, one's they, man, one's so woman. are they... Taking that into consideration. I, do, I don't know, but what I'm saying is it doesn't surprise me really because it's it's a 50-50 thing anyway, isn't yeah. it? And, yeah, you know, they kind of cover some basics and stuff, like how 21st century living isn't very good for, um, for fertility. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, and... Which was interesting, but kind of part of me was like, oh, I don't want to go down that... I don't want to dig dig into all of that because it is what it is mm. my thing anyway my low count is yeah. like something to do with genes or yeah but when we were talking that isn't it's not like i've got a low-ish count 
and I can top it up and do stuff. Mm. I take vitamins, I exercise, I do, you know, I do all the stuff you're meant to do. But my thing is like, they don't even know. It's just like a, it could be something from like, like having mumps or something weird like that when you're yeah. a kid. Like, yeah. so, so I, part of me doesn't, I'm interested in it, but then I know myself and I end up analyzing everything and trying to apply it to myself and go. Mm. So I was like, that's cool. I'm going to just focus on the other bits now. Yeah, I think one of the good things was, though, that he made light of it. And not light of it, it's a serious topic, but he was able to laugh at his experiences. Oh, yeah, if you and... can't laugh at it, you're in trouble, yeah. like he said. So it's good, like, that he was able to do that. And and he also faced those... It's not like he's really open and comfortable talking about it. Throughout the documentary, you could see that he was facing those dilemmas, wasn't mm. he? Like, oh, do I really want to be the face of this campaign? But I think he is quite brave. Yeah, he is. No, 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 no. no. I, I think he is quite open about it and he's okay about it. But it would be a boring TV show if he was just like, so, yeah, fine, everything. I'm just, like, I do yeah. think there's an element of that in, in the show, which is fine. And mm. it, because that helps people that are super, like, awkward about stuff. Yeah. But I generally think he's yeah. probably all right about it because why you wouldn't be like, you wouldn't put your face on posters and yeah. do all this stuff. I think it's really good that you're so alright about it too. Like lots I've got of people better things to stress about, like yeah, not you... better things. But they're not better things, but I just think, you know, I I just yeah, I just Everyone who's listened says like huge well done and they're like proud of you for talking about it because it's an important thing. Like men do need to share more. I mean, women as well need to share more about fertility issues because it's not it's still kind of like a taboo mm. and they're not talked about project. I don't know. Subject. I have suffered with anxiety and depression a lot, especially when I was younger and stuff. So mm. I think this just pales in insignificance. If I had a, like, if I never worried or had a shit time about mm. anything, then this would be the biggest thing I've dealt with. Yeah, and I'd so be that, like, oh, it's the end of it. All. But I literally have been through so much worse. Yeah, that I just think, and that shows that it's all relative, really, doesn't it? So for someone who hasn't had mental health issues before or hasn't had to be resilient or overcome any struggles, then it's mm. going to be a huge thing. But I think, yeah, that's the thing, though. I, I think that's quite probably quite a rare statistic because so many people do have yeah, uh, anxiety and depression and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. One in three people have stuff. It's probably more than that. Yeah. But so, yeah, but I, I, I when I was younger and teenager and stuff, I had anxiety quite bad and stuff. So I just think, poof, at least it's not that. Yeah. But the other thing as well... um. I saw someone kicking off hard, right? Just going, this is bullshit. You know, like really getting into a heated debate. Like we all have probably want to do or have done or whatever. The lockdown stuff just stresses people out. So no judgment. But they, um, and and I think the point was like not being able to, like having kids and not being able to see their grandparents because of mm. lockdown. Um, And I think... Or I, I can't even remember. Basically, it was, it, was, it was complaining about lockdown and how tough things were and stuff mm. like that. And I didn't want to say, count yourself lucky. You've got a family and you can see him every day and blah, blah. I didn't say that. But I was mm. just kind of like, I, basically, I was trying to, I think I did say that in the end because it mm. sort of unraveled. And I was just like, look, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you've got a family, you're at home. Just try and like enjoy be, time with be them. Be positive about that at least. Yeah. And you, we've got, we've never lived in a time with so much communication and technology. Mm-hmm. You can FaceTime grandparents, stuff like that. Anyway, um, the point was, someone was saying to me during that thing, 
can't remember who it was, but they were saying like, just because other people have got it worse, doesn't mean you're not your things that you're worried about are not valid. Mm-hmm. And I agree, but I also agree. I, I I agree with that, but I also think we all need to just shut up and yeah. do what we got to do because it it like you can't in the news. It's driving me nuts. Like every BBC and Sky News out. Uh, update thing i see there are people go there are people with kids at home mm. and i know they're stressed out it's horrible but they're saying but they're saying oh we're stressed out they need to open the schools the kids mental health and you're like yeah we were both kind of laughing at that not laughing but well, there was like, a segment laugh, on the cause... bbc where there's this girl who bless her is learning online and obviously missing her friends oh my god but she had like a a uh, personal home office. She wasn't like she was in. She her bedroom was nicer than my office, right? Yeah, and for she like was, an eleven year old. She girl. has all these devices, and then it ends with her doing a clip on her cello. And I just think she's like that is not an image. I or, miss my friends at school. Mama and Papa yeah. are getting rather stressed out, and you're like, it's not. There's kids without laptops. They can't even eat lunch. Kids because with they... parents in their house who ignore them, yeah. like regardless of lockdown. But there, there um, are kids with good parents who, for you know, no fault of their yeah. own, are like. You know, the parents are out of work or whatever, and yeah. they rely on school for food and stuff like that. And then, yeah. and and so they 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 malnutri- malnourished, don't have laptops. Some of them don't have internet. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, like, surely this is a joke. Like, mm-hmm. this is girl in a massive, huge house. Yeah, you said her parents. This- her parents are like, oh, I work from home. A, you can work from home and you yeah. have got the space and you've got laptops and you've got internet. And then she's playing a cello at the end. <laughs> and you're like, am I losing my mind here? What the fuck is going on? You said as well, like, following that, if they were responsible, they'd, they'd go to, like, cut to someone who has, like, had experienced loss and maybe is... Ah, so, my yeah, my point was all these media outlets at the moment... They're making it about schools. Yeah, but what they're doing is they're trying to get views and clicks. Mm. And most people, they're playing to the popularism stuff. Mm. So people are stressed out and they want, people, they want to open schools because they're stressed out. It's not safe. Mm -hmm. That's just the latest thing. There's loads of stuff. So Mm. they'll play that and then they'll say, and then they'll say, oh, kids' mental health. But you're like, People are going to die. Like, what about their mental health? What about their family's mental health? What about their actual life? It's a really difficult subject as well in the infertility community. Like you said, like, be grateful that you've got a family. I think for uh, lots of people... You can't, yeah, but but that's like saying to you, like... No, but for lots of people working from home, I know on Instagram I've seen lots of people where they've been in Teams meetings and it's kind of triggering sometimes to see kids come into the meeting or people just being, like, complaining about their kids when... Anyone would give an, anyone in this community would give anything to have kids nagging them to have those problems. Yeah, to have those problems. But I mean, the, yeah, it's hard. We could, you could unravel that forever, couldn't you? Yeah. But like, I bet you, if we if we do get pregnant and have kids, there'll be times we'll be, when we'll be stressed out. Of course, out. yeah. But like, that's normal. This it's tit for tat hard... thing, like, oh, you're not allowed. But my point being, I said on this argument with someone, you know, yeah. like we haven't got kids, and you're like, well. And our IVF got cancelled, which is kind of stressful. But I get it. and I'm happy. You know, I'm happy about it. Like, I'm not arguing about it. Like, it had to stop. Things were bad. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I get it. Like, I'm not going to complain. And I'm not going to, like, 
tell everyone else how unfair it is because it's not mm-hmm. life's unfair it's unfair that we can't have kids tough mm-hmm. shit no one cares mm-hmm. i'm not special you're not special like we just gotta do what you gotta special do. to me yeah <laughs> but people pe- like less than two like how many like so people live for 70 years roughly ish right more than that now they do but yeah. like so if you go parents grandparents great grandparents my granddad was in my i never met him properly but my dad's dad mm. was a marine engineer in world war Two. he was in japan and you know mm-hmm. almost dying all the time <laughs> he he got he came home on a boat no he came home on a plane that crashed yeah and they sent another plane for him and he's like i'm not getting on any plane so he got a boat instead yeah and i think that almost had problems as well point like these people not even like three two two people ago two human beings ago my dad and his dad they were like here's again off you pop Mm -hmm. like almost dying all the time Mm -hmm. and we're kicking off we've got heating well most people have got heating electricity devices internet home yeah and it's like annoying mm. but like you, we've got to put it into perspective and just kind of yeah. it doesn't help when the government are just absolute clowns and they haven't got a clue what they're doing yeah and they've made it worse worst death rate in the world yeah it's bad so anyway really be grateful bad. for what you got try and be positive mm-hmm. and you know we get it we get that we haven't started our treatment and it's taken an extra year plus mm. But we both understand that it's got to happen, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Going back to what Claire Summers was saying to you, though, and the whole infertility, him fertility. I bet you was quite a boring, a boring guest on the show. I do think you were boring. Because I was just like, it is what it is. You can't do anything right. Well, going... there was one question that I would say that you answered wrong, but it, it's not wrong because you, you were tired. She's the said... prettiest girl in the world. Uh, it's Rebecca. <laughs> she she asked you, um, how have you found it? Do you find that you've been overlooked kind of with treatment? And you said no. But I was thinking about it in a bit more detail. I thought she meant like not from a, not medically, but yeah. like as in groups. And no, people. she means medically and like mm. you don't mean, she, I don't think, she, well, maybe she means like in general communication like you've been involved in every meeting and they do talk to you not just to me like Mm. you would like cracking the jokes and everything they loved you in there but um they did oh i made a joke you made i can't remember anyway 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 um but it is interesting that once we had our results our initial results all the way back in like december 18 um they came back and mine appeared normal Mm. and yours came back kind of lower than they thought which was why it triggered the process for ivf mm. but following that they we... didn't even know how to read my results but the doctor was that... like uh i guess this is good or yeah bad. he I didn't understand it was really poor delivery of the information because he didn't have a clue if we and can learn about like the uh we did we deciphered them ourselves i know but yeah but a PDF, like a little PDF newsletter yeah, once every out. six months to the GPs would be good. But it really, it it shows you how poor it is and how directed at women it is that we were being referred to IVF, fair enough. They knew we would need that. But you weren't referred to an andrologist. We were referred to a should gynecologist. Seen, I should have seen the... Um, andrologist. No, the other one, urologist. Yeah, but an andrologist is the male equivalent, equivalent of a gynecologist. And there's... 
like loads of people in that documentary didn't know what one was and there's really <laughs> there's really few of them across the country there's so really yes few of them. you are going to be seeing a urologist and yes you should have seen one sooner because but of, also like, they, they should have seen... referred you to andrology but maybe there isn't an andrology department in cardiff because there are so few andrologists across the united kingdom yeah. Isn't it just bonkers? And we well, know that fertility, the issue fertility's is dropped 40% over the last... Male fertility's dropped 40% over the yeah. last 30 years. And it's going to get worse. So any children listening to this, children, young adults, who are 17 and thinking of going to university, there's a good thing for you to go and study. Become an andrologist. And also, think Look about think, think about your fertility younger. Because no, I yeah. never, ever, ever thought about it. Yeah, it gives... But it might be a thing, like... It might. Would it be an idea if you if I was younger now and I realised it might be a problem further down the line? Yeah. Can you get checked out on that? Like, absolutely. And um, absolutely. Uh, uh, Dr. Angelo, Dr. Angelo also said that you can freeze sperm samples, like as a precaution. Not at thing. home. Don't get any ideas. <laughs> Not at home, but that's. That is an option. So if you froze sperm samples when young, you were 17, yeah, yeah. your sperm at 17 is going to be better than your, than your sperm at 32 mm. or 33. No questions. Um, so that is a thing. Yeah, yeah. So if you're young, think about your fertility because cause we, like, we're finding out all this stuff late. Yeah. I think we were talking about it with so uh, with sarah my friend who we spoke to about Immy watch and periods in general mm-hmm. um and i went and said then that you know sex education needs to involve fertility and it needs to not just be about prevention of getting pregnant but to teach people about do you fertility. think Especially how old forward. how old were you when you like really thought about not having them at that time but you were like i definitely having kids and family and all this stuff for me for um, me, for me, that's um, Bilbo reference right there. Ah, no, I think um, I knew. I always knew. Ask anyone. My Ask nan. Anyone. My my auntie said to you, "Don't marry us. Just give her a baby." Didn't she? At one point, I think. And I like my nan that. always said, "Yeah, you just want a baby." Like I think I've always wanted. So kids. Are you, is this? If you just been told to have a baby, I've never been told to have a baby ever. But I obviously always liked babies. Mm. I always liked babies and I've always liked mm. young people. And I think, yeah, maybe society makes you feel a bit like that. But I, I've always known I wanted a kid. Mm. I don't remember thinking ever, oh, no, I don't want one. Because we're like, un, yeah. Maybe men and women are different in that way. I I don't know. As a general There'll statement. be someone that will crucify you for saying that. <laughs> yeah, saying, I like, don't gen- know. No, but I, I, don't, I agree with you. I you... think some people are wired that way. It's all like nature, nurture, whatever, mm. but... Um, this is the internet, so everyone's nice and laid back, and they don't go off the <laughs> no rails. No one starts wars. Yeah. Ah. Um, yeah. So how? So when you were younger, did you ever think about fertility and things like that? Uh, no. Nul point. Nul point. I just got my periods, and I was like, "Oh, I'm a woman." You're like now. wicked. This happens every month. <laughs> yes. No, but we've both said at different points. Like, I don't know what it was, but I've before I even met you, I've thought, "Oh, I'm not going to be able to have kids." I've just, in the back of my mind, something... But it's not you, I think it's, it's me. It's no, my it's fault. intuition. Intuition just tells you these things sometimes. But it's not just your fault, and I say this again and again, it's not going to be straightforward with me. Either getting pregnant, IVF or no, and actually having a pregnancy because mm. of having thyroid issues. So IVF and ICSI might work for us first time, but who knows what happens with my body and my the medication body. that I'm on for the term of yeah. carrying. We don't know what will happen. Yeah, and I, 
like I, I always say, I'm a pessimistic optimist. And if it doesn't work out, I it doesn't work out. Mm. You know, like I just think it's important that we. Where should we go on holiday first? Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. I think I it's important. I think it's important to to look at all the angles because the <clears throat> because it's either going to work or it's not. Yeah, I've and... never been on board with that idea. I've always been like, oh yeah, well we'll adopt. Um, but mm, I just I don't but... know. Like I know, I'm just <laughs> I... being honest that people have people have. Um, People of you know, it's a well-known thing. It's not just an easy thing to do. And I'm just honest about it. I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I think that I need to just start to explore options of us not ever having kids. You know, how our life will be if we never do. Yeah, we can just all be all... Oh, we we well, yeah. Yeah, maybe. But we can have fun with kids too. Yeah. But we could just go on more holidays. Yeah, we can like, go and see... Weekends. Our so, nieces... Yeah. And nephews. Yeah, exactly. Um, I want to go to Italy, about... please. Can we go to Italy? <laughs> Eventually. Pizza in Italy. That's yeah. the best place I'll go. But I mean, I think it's important to um, to be realistic. Mm. And I don't know if this is, they call, I think this is like what they call magical thinking. It's like uh, what kids do. You know, mm. when kids are like, or if I, if I say this three times, this will happen. It's like an OCD thing, maybe. I don't know. Like people, kids. It's more popular with kids. Kids do like um, uh, I don't know. I'm got, I think I've got it's a, a form of like self-preservation. No, it is like an, an an OCD thing. People do all the time. It's like it's like uh, sportsmen, like ice hockey goalies, right? Mm-hmm. They always tap the posts when they go out, mm-hmm. and it's, they don't all do it, but it's like a well-known thing, mm-hmm. and it's like a, a ritual. Yeah, and I think Tom, our brother-in-law, I don't know if he's still got them, but I remember Ali telling me when we Tom were younger. Tom was a Marine. I can't get over that. Yeah. Well, he used to wear his lucky boxes under his wetsuit, like, when he went surfing. Yeah. And he always, always did, and I don't know if they're still alive or what? even in one what, piece. What, were they, what was the luck for? I don't know, but it's like that kind of superstition. Yeah. Same as you, like, kids saying, if I turn around three times clockwise before I go and meet this person, then it'll be a good meeting. Yeah. It's kind of, like, weird and also linked to kind of, like, um, you know, that old wives' tales and kind of... Um, yeah, it's nonsense. You know, cultural <laughs> things in China, yeah. like, oh, if you are born in the moon of this, then <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. No, it's so... Celestial stuff. Yeah. So there's basically there's two parts to it right yeah. it's like it's doesn't actually make any difference yeah right but I, it makes you feel better yeah and I that think, might that might make a difference but it's probably not but i think it might be wired into us as humans because like if you think of going back historically to pagan times and even further history lesson we're back oh get lost come on but you know like stonehenge and all that stuff that is that is weird weird stuff and like people were sound like Carl good to know stonehenge <laughs> Isn't that weird? Stonehenge is dead weird. But but people would have rituals. And my nan, my nan, we all know, was oh. kooky. Love her to bits and miss her like mad. But um, she used to say all sorts of quirky things. Like, I think... Don't um, say him. What? No, Ali some got... Of the, some of the wild ones no, might not... get us in trouble no, on, on YouTube. Ali got some kind of, like, skin problem on, oh. her, on the top of her foot. And it was like eczema, but not, and it wouldn't go away. And I think it appeared kind of after a holiday somewhere. And my nan told her to wait for a full moon. And then um, when the full moon was there, to go out into the garden naked under the full moon and turn around and make a wish and it would go away. Some of the other ones she we'll said were like... We'll have to check in and like see if that's true. Wild. 
Um, how did we get on today? We were talking about um, rituals and stuff. And yeah, yeah so this is Mental my... Health. Yeah, no. So my thing is like, if I think that it won't happen, if I'm like quite realistic that, you know, if, if I tell myself that it won't happen, even mm. though like if I big up the... If it's 50-50, yeah. it's not. But if it's 50-50 and I put more on it being not good, yeah. then if it does work out, yeah. it's extra good. Yeah. And you're not as fucked up if you... Yeah. So that's... I think... And, and part of the magical ritual thinking thing, I kind of think I've got a bit of that. So I'll say, oh, that's that's not going to work. It's disastrous mm. thinking or catastrophic thinking. Or I don't know. You think, oh, it'll never work. It'll never work. It'll never work. And then it kind of works. And then you go, so next time, all I've got to do is yeah. think it'll never work. It's not healthy. It's not good. But like, I personally that's... think women who are trying to have a baby do that every month just before their period. And they're like symptom spotting. And they think, oh. What, so they go, I am pregnant. I do it where I say, oh, I'm going to no, open I this. I can't be pregnant. I Close can't. Your ears. I can't. I can't be pregnant. And, then, pregnant. and then when you find out that you're not, it's like a, you know that you weren't, but if you found out that you were, then you'd be like, oh, wow, this is amazing. So you go, oh, this isn't going to work, this isn't going to yeah. work. Yeah. But you're like, please work. Like, something yeah. will happen that makes you think that it's going to work. Like, I don't know, you're by thinking By something. thinking it's not going to work, you yeah. think that's a trick to make it, yeah. Yeah. It yeah, ha- so that's kind of and what I'm so doing. I'd say it's like a three-weekly thing for women across mm. the world trying to, like, trying to have a baby. So. Consciously. But, but, but realistically, I'm feeling quite optimistic about stuff mm, i think good. measuredly optimistic but if it doesn't mm-hmm. i don't want to dwell and hang around on it and just go on and 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 on i just want to go we tried yeah move on we do need to check as well with the cycles that we're offered in wales two full cycles plus the frozen transfers but we need to find out if that's the offer until you have a baby or is that the offer if you have a baby i don't give a shit like yeah whatever well done. i'll want to know Sars. <laughs> no but if we have one kid yeah mission accomplished absolutely chill out, absolutely like, done but i wouldn't mind having another if the option is there we'll see mm. hmm. uh yeah so talking about mental health the other thing that i wanted to mention that is um in wales for all our welsh listeners on the 4th of february which is next thursday it is um time to talk day in wales and there's been lots of mental health days 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 i think today it's bell's mental health day in canada and today is thursday the 28th of jan so it's like the kind of season of mental health and talking about it i don't know how i feel about that about what making days about stuff yeah because every day is a mental health day for people with mental health issues exactly but if people don't have time to raise awareness for it all the time than having a day that makes people talk mm. about it but then if you go on about it too much if yeah. you have this day and that day and this day and that day and this day and that, yeah. people are like, oh. well there are hundreds of days aren't there all the time but mm. i thought that their slogan this time is called the power of small and it's just about like just a common thing is asking people are you okay do you know what i mean like and actually meaning it like oh it's not you your okay? fault no it's not your fault small things like you could it's be not like your fault let's have a cup of tea how are you doing that kind of thing yeah. or just being like uh, passing that, comments to someone that, like i hope you have a peaceful day do that or like you when you go around tesco's going namaste i didn't i said namaste. have a nice day and you keep fucking me up <laughs> i said have a nice day not namaste everyone's like oh who's this lady <laughs> namaste. namaste i do like saying namaste cash or card namaste 
<laughs> Stop it. Yeah. So I didn't say that. I said, ha- have right. a nice day. Now for the segment of the show that you've all been eagerly waiting for is Whisper. It doesn't work anymore because the whisper was that you were famous on Radio Wales. No, there's more whispers. What is it? One. Top whisper. I fixed this chair. It was creaking last week. And uh, it was a, it was a two man operation, two human being operation. Sorry, internet. Uh, me and Becky fixed it, and uh, yeah, it was good. No more no more creaks. Um, and the unripe bananas. Unripe bananas. That was on whisper. That's another whisper. We've got um, radioactive bananas. <laughs> well, they've, we've had them for two weeks and they're still green. Yeah, um, I might be doing a charity quiz. I had an idea, and me, I'm basically me and Becky dressed up for New Year's Eve. Well, glam. Fancy Friday. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm always in my casual lounge wear all the time. And uh, I just thought... Uh, mix I had it up a bit. Mix it up a bit. Dress it up. I'm going to... Me and Becky are going to host a charity. Are we? Yeah, we are. Because you've just said so. No, you just... No, I no, said no, 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 take back. I said no, take back. No, take back. No, take back. <laughs> so, we're holding... It. We're going to uh, do a charity... Um, a charity podcast no a charity quiz but i'm going to try and make it not just a shit quiz where it's like what's the answer a b or c mm. like maybe put some in video elements in there or maybe take you know i don't know like make it cool and mm-hmm. um do it over zoom with my wedding clients um so i'm a wedding photographer that's how i make most of my money i did before everything went nuts um, that sounds a bit exclusive now i feel like anyone listening to us might want to join too Okay, well, I'm doing the first one for the weddings. It, it, well, they can join as well. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm doing it through my other, through my wedding channel You're and stuff. Channel. Because there's no weddings and I need to do something. You're so bored. it needs to be, you know, it needs to, it needs to be doing something. So ChristopherPaulWeddings.com, that's me. I do uh, wedding photography, wedding videography. Um, being cautious about things at the moment. I'm, um, you know, I've had to re everyone. Basically, I'm working for free for a year because all the weddings last year moved to this year. Um, but yeah, if you're engaged or you know anyone's getting married and that, then this is a shameless plug. You can just uh, send them over to the website, check them out. Love underscore CPW for the Instagram. But yeah, the first quiz that we'll be doing, I'll be doing under that basically, just to sort of keep the socials going over on mm-hmm. there. I think that's about it for oh. Ooh. Whispers. What? Another one. Um, your coat, or was that last week? That was last week. Ah, oh, come on, first. Come on, first. Recycling whispers, yeah. There is whispers, and I've got a rumor of a little four little footprints tapping around outside in the yeah. hall. <laughs> oh, I, I almost bought I almost bought Coco Stegosaurus outfit <laughs> on Amazon. Yeah, you did. Oh God. You'll have to send it to me so I can put it out on stories. Yeah. She hates dressing up though, so you just you put it on. It, she just keeps she still. Just frozen like that. But yeah, the whisper on the street is that Coco is like tapping at the door, like, "Hey, come take me for a walk." So um, that is what we should do. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? We got uh, so next steps for us. Uh, two appointments coming up, like we said last time. Mm. Uh, next week and the week after, and then we've also had a call through for you for a video call. Yeah, I don't really. Hopefully, that's not the actual appointment. Yeah, we hope that they'll actually because I've got to get checked out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's all pending our results from the first two appointments. So. Mm. We'll let you know how it goes. Are we going to get going? Yeah.
Cool, we're gonna get going. Make sure you uh, you can check us out everywhere. Just search for Hoping Mum and Dad, uh, and we're on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. If you are enjoying hanging out with us and checking in every week, it means a lot to us and helps us reach other people. If you could leave a review, whether that's in iTunes, a comment on YouTube, um, or Spotify, let us know. If you listen to a, on a few different ones and you prefer one channel to the other, let us know. Um, we're constantly trying to make things better. We're doing our best. We can't, you know can't really get too many people on at the moment it's tricky getting all the people so we're trying our best we'll give you some more news next week and we will see you in the next one bye